0: SAFM. Good to hear from you this morning. was well, still no certainty this morning around what actually caused that explosion in the Joburg CBD last week. I'm sure you've seen the video of the road just, the road just bursting open. I mean, frightening, really is frightening. Many businesses still closed in that area. Uh, there's no electricity, no water in parts of that area. People still trying to make sure that it's actually all kept safe. Um, I'm hoping that we'll get some more information from the city of Joburg through the day. I get the sense that people have been working uh, through the weekend. Ryan Willie is the CEO of Insurance Claims Africa. Ryan, good morning.
1: Morning, Stephen, thanks
0: for having me on the show. So this is the kind of catastrophic thing that businesses will just think that'll never happen to me. What kind of insurance cover do people have in a case like this?
1: Well, obviously they've got physical damage to property, so they'll have building insurance and they'll have insurance for their contents and stuff, but we haven't seen a lot of, fortunately, physical damage to to their own property. It looks like it's just the road and the infrastructure but they could have business interruption cover, which as we saw with COVID-19 has got various extensions. And one of those extensions is for prevention of access. And that's where if their business has been impacted, if they've had prevention of access to their premises or hindered access to their premises, they can claim the loss of income that they suffer from the insurance policy.
0: In other words, if the road no longer exists and people just can't get to your restaurant or tavern or whatever it is, you should be able to, depending on the insurance you have, you should be able to get something.
1: That's exactly it. And I think that that's, you know, we would just encourage the businesses in the area to contact their brokers and just to check and obviously to notify a claim, because what you don't want is to late notify a claim if only you decide Mm -hmm. to notify in two months time. And then the insurers have got to get out of jail-free card.
0: Um, Business interruption insurance, is that sort of standard business insurance or is it always extra?
1: No, it is extra. Look, it is one of the cheaper forms of insurance um, out there. It's it's cheaper than the contents insurance and the like. Um, But there is a lot of awareness that was created out of the COVID-19 and the riots and the floods. And I think that a lot more businesses are buying business interruption cover than they used to. That being said, you know these these businesses in this area are you know you know potentially not those that insure which mm. is also difficult um the
0: the other thing that's happened is that services so electricity and water have been
1: disrupted are you able to claim for that so we've seen lots of restrictions coming through from insurers on on electric, electrical claims you know linked to your electricity supply going down and the cause of that Tends to be quite difficult, but with it being an explosion, yes, there potentially could also be cover for loss of public utilities, which is gas, water, and electricity. But we've seen those covers narrow um, over the last few years. And also due to Eskom's, you know,
0: situation. Well, I was going to say, I would imagine that this is going to become a big, a big question. You know, people are running businesses; they absolutely have to have whatever it is—gas, or water, or electricity, or Wi-Fi—and uh, I suppose Wi-Fi might be slightly easier for various reasons. But I would imagine there's going to be a huge amount of interest in any kind of insurance cover that could provide some um, uh, compensation for that. And yet, you know, an Eskom outage can go on forever, so no one would want to cover it.
1: Yes, and we've seen the insurers, like I mentioned, and the reinsurers narrow their cover, but mainly around you know um, uh, if there's a national grid failure and the like. So you know those those exclusions that we've seen creeping into the uh, you know into the policies are due to obviously more risk, um, you know surveys and stuff that the insurers are doing and their risk appetite. But prevention of access cover is still there, um, and it normally has a radial limit of like five, ten, or twenty-five kilometres. So with this being a main, you know, uh, route for taxis and for there's lots of accommodation in the area as well. It's, it's also difficult. Landlords should also be looking at structural damage to their buildings, especially at basement level. You know, because the blast at street level was fine, but we don't know what went on underground. If you if you have a
0: building near there and you don't check it structurally and something happens later, could you be in trouble? Do you actually need to make sure that someone checks it now just for insurance purposes?
1: Correct. So what you would do is notify the claim. The insurers would then send out their loss adjusters to come and check. And I think that that would be the most prudent thing to do.
0: Ryan Willie, thank you very much indeed. The CEO of Insurance Claims Africa.